moose. Everything paranormal. Para-X. The views expressed and the opinions given by the individual host and their guests do not necessarily reflect those of Para-X, its affiliates, or its sponsors. The Gathering. The supernatural world can be a dark, intimidating, and scary place. We gather to shine light on the mysterious and misunderstood aspects of the paranormal world. We bring to the table years of experience as mediums, healing channels, and paranormal investigators. We share true stories from our experiences to dispel fear where we can and help you discover the amazing layers that make up the paranormal world. You are invited to gather around the metaphysical table with us and discuss the worlds of the unseen on The Gathering Radio Show. Hello, everyone. Welcome into The Gathering Radio Show right here on the Para-X Radio Network. I am Stephanie, and... My co-host Heidi is not here this evening. Um, something's happening in her front, so I have the show all by myself. But I've called in a couple of really awesome friends that just happened to be the co-hosts of our sibling show, The Calling 2.0. So welcome in, Jerry and Valentina. Yay! Yay! Hi guys. For us, we're so cool. You are still cool. <laughs> well, How's it going, Steph? You getting all geared up for vacay? I, yes. Wow. We have been. Yeah, I, I'm trying. I haven't packed or anything yet, but, you know, there's just so much to do. Can I just say I love to go, but there's so much to do to prep. So, yeah, hopefully we'll be ready by the time we leave on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Very nice. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So, so how are you guys? Good. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. <laughs> oh, yeah. She had a had a fun time on a radio show, and we'll yeah. talk about oh, that yeah. on the calling 2.0 oh, when okay. we talk about. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. what are we? I can't remember what we. We haven't even made a name for it yet. It's just All the right. evil people of radio. Oh, the yeah. evil people of radio. Yep. Well, that wouldn't oh, be me. So no, 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 no. you're on <laughs> no. Santa's list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's been um, very smoggy here in the land of ten thousand lakes. Can I just say? It's gross. It yes. It, it's, it's like L.A. Yes, yes. So when I went for a walk in the park today. It was just hanging over the trees, and it was like you could smell the fire, right? And it was kind of hard to breathe, even for me, you know? So I'm hopeful that the southern wind moves it somewhere else, right? We don't want it anymore. Down to Florida. <laughs> no, I don't think they'll get it. I think it'll go I think it'll go north. Oh, it'll dissipate by the time it would get to Florida. Yeah. Yeah. But Sorry. you know what? But it was a beautiful day today. Absolutely gorgeous. So... All is well. So how about you guys? What are, What is new in your world? What's the weather like down in Florida? 
Uh, it's 98 to 99. Oh. When I get in the car, my car reads 103 to 104. So it's not healthy. I, I really have hardly been outside except just to, my car is in a garage. So I just go straight in the garage, drive out, drive right back in. You know, my, my exposure is very limited because I'm just really hating this weather. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> But isn't it like that all the time? No, um, this is the hurricane season till November. So aside from the heat, you know, it's thunderstorms and lightning and, you know, hopefully some hurricanes because <laughs> I like those. <laughs> it's something different. Uh, as long as nobody gets hurt, I, I like a good wind. <laughs> you know, it's just nice because it's something different. But really, the only nice months are maybe October to March. It's a very short-lived. I, I call it like a, a nine-month summer, basically. Wow. I don't know if I could deal with that. I mean, you know, it's, it's too hot for me. I'm a fat person from Minnesota. Can I just say that? Oh, you know, there's well, not enough clothes to let me sweat out gallons every day. Well, my favorite, my favorite temperature is 68 degrees. So I'm uh, heading to the Pacific Northwest, out. where it will be 68 degrees and sunny almost every day. The I'm forecast looks fabulous. Yeah. So well, we'll get a we'll get a cool down, and I'm so excited for that. So, all right. Well, the subject of the hour is the new calling 2.0. So tell us what is different with this new reboot of this show. That's how old, Jerry. Oh, God, the show is like, well, you know, doing the math and listening to Sarge, it is roughly like 10, 11 years old. Oh, wow. Um, though I, we did radio as uh, MP, th- uh, no, Minnesota Para Connection Radio. No, MPC para- Radio. What? The Coalition, wasn't it? Para Connection is our new team. Yeah, para con- Minnesota para connection was the team that we okay why are you doing that well it was the minnesota paranormal coalition that's right okay oh my god well see my tattoo has faded so much i can't even read the thing (laughs) plus it's upside down come on folks give me a break come on let's get this yeah so poor v's like what is going on here you know (laughs) Jerry's having a Tuesday meltdown. But anyway, um, no. So it was, you know, I've had uh, a lot of co-hosts and stuff and a lot of good co-hosts. And um, I just, I wanted something a little bit different. And V is different. I mean, that's a good thing, V. I'm not, you know, you're you're my buddy. I love you dearly. And it's like, I like the, the, uh, you know, subjects that you want to talk about. And I think we get along pretty good. And uh, you got that funny little accent. That's so cool. Uh, so, <laughs> but no, it, uh, it just the different type of topics and stuff and the way we go about them um, is a lot different than what we had before. So it's not, I don't think it's the drab uh, calling that it was. V? Okay. Your volume's not on, honey. I think you're muted. I was wondering why we couldn't hear her. 
I don't know. Maybe we can't hear her at all. Hold Hello? On. There, oh, we there you are. <laughs> <laughs> See, and she does stuff like this. This she is no, this is not true. I was trying to bre- press the Brighton button on the laptop and somehow, without glasses, mistakenly pressed the mute. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> that can be an issue. Yes, but all right, here we are. So, what should we talk about today? Oh, <laughs> no, we were talking about about the, the 2.0. Um, yes. I think you and even Steph had mentioned uh, changing a name and going with the calling 2.0, and uh, it was like, yeah, that sounds good. You know, let's let's do things a little different. Though I am so um, I love the uh, our theme song, which is AC Slade, and oh, uh, my buddy you know, AC Slade. Yep. Yep, and it's like that had to stay. You know, I just can't change off to that one. You know, so. Yeah. You know, but AC yeah, gave that to you. So I haven't yep. talked to AC. I keep thinking I wish to have him on the gathering, but you know, he's got he such a mouth on so him. Much. He's got such a mouth on him. <laughs> he, does. he does. He does. Plus he's got, I mean, he, uh, bought cat fight coffee. Is that what yes. it is? Yes. Cat and he's doing coffee. a lot with the coffee. He is. And what else he's is on he tour. I think he's on That's tour right. right now with dope. I, I think yep. I'm not sure. But um, he's on tour with someone, either Dope or there was another one too that he was. Um, he's a he's a guitarist and a bassist. He, Casey Murder and I calls. got to know him um, when he played bass for Joan Jett, and we got to know him pretty well. So, yeah, oh. I kind of miss him. I think I think we need to get him on the show and just say no, you know, no f bombs, honey, you know. But um, yeah, he's fun. I like that song. But. But yeah, so so V is on your show all the time. Now we had V on yep. our show last—I don't know—was it last year? V, oh, no, I can't some, remember. Some time ago. It was. Sounds like forever. It was, and it, yeah. we had su- we had such a good time. It was such a yeah. fun show. All I remember was there was a lot of laughing. <laughs> I remember. I know. I know. Our energy together is just a little bit crazy, I think. You know, poor Heidi was like, oh, my God, stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it all worked. So last week, I got to say, so I listened in because the subject last week was supposed to be where, where do ghosts hang out? And you guys really didn't talk about that. So that might be a good topic for this show. <laughs> Thank you for noticing that, like... Five minutes till the end. I'm going, Jerry. You know, I sit here and I work on subjects for the whole week, and then I have it on there. And we never even covered it because Jerry just went off on a tangent. So thank you for realizing that we left people hanging. <laughs> but you know what? But it was a fun show anyway. It was a fun show anyway, and it's all good. But it's a good topic. So let's just spend a couple of minutes talking about where do where do you think ghosts hang out, B? Oh. Yeah, that is a good question. So it it always kind of is laughable when people come to me and they're like, oh, I'm going over to the graveyard and the tombstones and the cemetery. I'm like, yeah, think about it. Dead people want to be where there's life and energy and laughter and fun, you know, stuff, birthday parties. They don't want to be at musty old tombstones with dead flowers and, you know, things that people every now and then come and visit that's not 
I'm always baffled when, you know, you see this footage of a ghost walking through a, a cemetery because, I mean, maybe they were on the way to a party. I don't know, but it doesn't seem to me like he, he was going to sit and hang out there. So I definitely feel that they are wherever there's living energy. And um, we made a joke about I, I told Jerry, why why are they always in the closet? Why are they depicted in movies in the closet, under the bed, you know, basements, attics? And we realized that the commonality was that it's always dark there. They they maybe they yeah. like the dark places, you know. Um, so so that's what I you know we were thinking about. It's not like they hang out in the TV room much or the pool room, but. They, they they tend to make a home and just kind of jump out of dark space, spaces. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, Terry, where do you think they hang out? Well, I agree with her too. You know, I, I think that uh, places that's near energy but not interacting energy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so that they don't have to spend none. So um, attics, basements. Um, you know, places like that, because they could come and take whatever that they want, you know. Um, pools now and such. Now, water does have um, a, uh, you know, we found in a lot of the cases that we've done that water has been a good, um, what's the word I'm looking for, Steph? Conduit. Yes. Yeah, it's a good conduit, yeah. Yep. Uh, Brings with it a lot of paranormal energy. Exactly. We've run into uh, some places like that. And, um, you know, it's, they can just, it can be anywhere. And some, too, I mean, could just hang out with people. And and it could be some people, such as, uh, like, they had an addiction problem when they were alive. And they kind of suck with someone to catch that same energy and vibe and everything to live off that uh smoking smoking's a hard habit even when you're dead you know a lot of people claim that it's a hard habit to to break drugs um just all sorts of things that can uh uh you know can really uh keep a uh an entity a a ghost you know Mm -hmm. spirit whatever you want to call them uh close and also right. to caring. Caring's mm-hmm. a big thing. They don't want to let go. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's that's my opinion. What's your opinion, V? What do you think about that? Well, I mean, I think I covered it, but we were also kind of looking for locations. Like, I mean, you, you pointed out more what the ghosts are attracted to, which I agree. But are there any locations that you found that I didn't cover maybe that that you've seen, you know, aside from water, is there somewhere else that? Right. Well, I think also, too, because we've done a lot of abandoned houses um, and everything. And as a matter of fact, uh, we will be doing uh, a, um, uh, I can't tell you guys exactly where it is and stuff, but a um, an abandoned uh Hotel, <laughs> motel, yep. Uh, along with a a uh, an abandoned room for rent type place. So, could there be something there? There could be. It could be the memories of 
of that place and why they hang around. Uh, plus two, the people that were living in this motel and stuff were the type that could have had a lot of addictions and everything. Yeah. Now that they've been removed, um, you know, it, it's tough sometimes to, you know, like even us, you know, we live in a place for so long and everything. And then it's like, you know, rent's too high. You need to move someplace else. But you decide to pay the rent mm -hmm. because you don't want to move. You don't want to go to another place. I'm going through that right now. Um, so, but if anybody well, needs think, a roommate, you know, I'm up for you. I think another <laughs> spot, another spot where I've encountered a lot of spirits is the, are the woods, you know, are the deep woods. You know, Dang. as squatters, we run into a lot of paranormal activity out there. Um, what do you think they're doing out there? Well, you know, I think a lot of them are, are native spirits. You know, I saw an apparition of one in full buckskin gear, you know, from probably a century or two ago. And he wasn't scary. He just kind of went like this, like, hi, you know, welcome to the woods or what, you know what I mean? That's how we want. <laughs> but, you know, but I wasn't scared at all. It was like, he appeared like, you know, you're welcome here, whatever. But there is a lot. And, you know, during COVID, because we squatchers were out in the woods almost uh, every weekend during COVID because right, there was just nothing else to do. Right. And so we were constantly out in the woods. And there were so many, we ran into so many spirits and so many vortexes and so much going on out there, much more so than now. And I, I think because there were so many deaths occurring that that veil was just rent right open, you know, and they were just everywhere. What are your thoughts about that, B? The question is, spirits in the woods? Because or, 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 you covered a lot. <laughs> yeah, no, about the, you know, during the COVID. Veil. And there was just, I feel like they were everywhere, you know? Yeah, let me rewind on those horrible two years. Um, All right. I mean, there was definitely the death toll was you know, immeasurable, pretty much. So it, it just seemed like every time you turn around, every minute somebody was dying. So maybe the accumulation of that death energy, yes. something yes. to get, you know, um, it was definitely. Uh, and yes. you know how once you get this vibration going in the world and it kind of ripples out and the whole world feels mm -hmm. it, whether they want mm -hmm. to or not, like fear. Mm -hmm. um, so mm -hmm. with death I, I feel like yeah there was a lot more I don't know if it ramped up the ghost activity because I was home pretty much not well I was doing something but yeah um you know so I I don't really I wasn't really doing paranormal stuff I was busy sewing right. masks for everyone yes. but um I don't I don't I really wasn't in a paranormal state of mind mm. probably more like paranoid state of mind <laughs> you know i mean it's hard to think oh let's go ghost hunting right now yeah. the world is happening right. um, so i wasn't there in in that mindset but it's interesting to listen to you yeah woods to be able to go and just just you know check in and see what the stats was well i mean they were everywhere and you know uh, there's four of us on squatchers and we're all paranormal investigators and we're all intuitives and you know i mean josie would walk ahead of us and say stuff come here what do you see and what do you and i said oh yeah it's it's kind of first of all there were a lot of vortexes there were like a lot of openings out there 
um, it it was very interesting. It, it nothing scary, um, just surprising, I guess is what I'll say. Right. And so we were out there looking for for Bigfoot or or Dogman or whatever, and what we found was a lot of spirits. So it was kind of an amazing time, actually. You know, how fun! Yeah. Go. <laughs> but I think I think I think my my thought on where do ghosts hang out is I think they kind of just if they're tethered here, you know, and they haven't crossed over, I just think they kind of float around, right? And they go from place to place. And if if something's happening that they're interested in, they're there. Like for example, last week Heidi and I on the show before the show, we were at her studio and we did a seance. And because of what she does there, you know, she's a Reiki master. She does um, seances there quite often. And it's a safe spot. It's a safe harbor for spirits. And we did have a lot of activity and talk about like addictions. One of the, one of the spirits that visited us was somebody who she had put out trigger items. And one of them was um, a, a, a bottle of tequila and a pack of cigarettes. And this guy wanted his tequila and wanted his cigarettes. And he was bellied up to that bar. And <laughs> it was it was quite amazing, you know? So I just think they're kind of opportunistic too, some of them. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. And if they miss, like Jerry said, if they miss some of the things that they used to do, whether it's gambling, dancing, they're going to hang out that there and even if they cannot participate you know they're kind of living vicariously through us and they're invisibly watching us because they can and you know taking taking pleasure in that and and i don't blame them we we probably all are going to do the same thing you know right right and also if i may um like when you guys go out into the woods stuff and stuff Mm -hmm. um it talking with some um uh, Native American uh, people that are really into uh, the belief of, of, you know, spirits and stuff still walking the earth. Their big thing is that um, a lot of people had died out there. Yeah. There's a lot of bodies that n- have not been dug up. Right. They, they were right. buried there and stuff. So they may still be walking the earth. Absolutely. You know, and, uh, you know, it's... Uh, that's you know it's interesting and it's sad at the same it time. Is. But it is. hold on, it's it's sad on the Christian part of it or the Wiccan part of it, but not on the Native part mm-hmm. because that's what they were. Uh, that's what they wanted to do. It was this was their land, so to go and walk and to uh, see places and stuff. That's uh, a big place mm-hmm. for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and that's true. So, yeah, I I just feel like, you know, May is saying she thinks that um, bars are a big place for spirits. We know that, Jerry. That's how Sim got its start was statues <laughs> yep. in northeast Minneapolis because we had all seen the spirits and talked to the spirits. And, and that's how ghost hunting began for us or yep. paranormal investigation. Yeah, um, I still have to say that that really blows me away the first time we went there, we weren't even a team. Mm-mm. And here we're getting a photo of a woman in yeah. the window on the second floor and yeah. getting our first EVP of 
this guy, Brad, saying it's over, Jerry. Well, and it was, a class, it was a class A EVP. Yeah, the other yeah thing. you didn't I mean, have to do nothing ooh, to it. it was their just first there. time out gets all this evidence. I mean, crazy I talk. <laughs> I felt, uh, hooked after that. <laughs> right? It was exactly. like, oh, oh, we knew we had to keep doing it then. We just like that. a fish. <laughs> fish to yeah. water. Yeah, it was crazy. Oh my gosh! Well, nice. all right. So you two have a, a. Let's just do a plug for your show tomorrow night because we have a few minutes before the half hour. But you have a big, a big celebrity on the show tomorrow night. So do you want us to tell tell us who it is? V, you go ahead. No, you go ahead. Okay, fine. <laughs> oh, it's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Shane. It's Shane Shane Pittman. From, where is he Hope from? And? 28 Days Haunted. Yep. And he's been an actor, a director. He's done all sorts of stuff, paranormal investigator. And he's very excited about coming on. Um, and I'm excited to to talk with him and uh, to see what, uh, what he has to say about, you know, uh, when he first started and how what his beliefs are and what how it all started for him uh you know in the paranormal world you know did he believe in ghosts did he not parents involved you know and that's one thing it seems like a lot of people that we've had on and we've talked to uh people about how they um oh what they uh how they first started and everything and in their family, it was always from the grandmother's side. V, have you ever noticed that? Have I noticed it? Not. Yeah. Uh, I have not. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, people always ask me, do I come from a long line of psychics or whatever? And it's like, no, I'm the only one. So, Personally, I cannot have any experience of that, but I have not noticed that it's from the grandmother's side. Maybe there's something there with grandmothers being more in tune or witches or I don't know. Yeah, or just not afraid to to say it where others might be just a little bit to, you know, to uh, be afraid to say, yes, I believe in ghosts. I seen one once when I was skinning a a, (laughs) baby because grandmother is like busy cooking in the kitchen and she's home and she's going to the attic in the basement and grandpa is out working in the fields so maybe grandmother just had more time with the house and the ghosties mm-hmm. and you know so maybe she just happened to catch things more than grandpa yeah <laughs> that's true that could be well and i also think that that intuitiveness runs in families too right so my my family on both sides were very intuitive and you know saw ghosts all the time (laughs) spirits um and jerry i think yours did too right or was it just your mom's side i don't remember it was uh it was mom's side but yet okay this is weird is that my uncle uh the one that got killed by his son my cousin anyway um a long time ago when I lived at his place in Bemidji and um, he slept in the bedroom that was upstairs uh, with his wife and I was in the hall, sort of like your brother was hall boy Mm -hmm. uh, in the hall. But anyway, um, (laughs) he got up one night and he went downstairs and I heard him talking to someone 
And uh, then all of a sudden, I well, I heard him get water and stuff, and he ran upstairs. And um, and I said, "What's the matter?" And he said, "Your grandfather was just there. Grandpa had died. I was like, oh, what? How old was I? I was maybe." eight or 10 years old, I was spending the night over there. And we both went down there. And here the water was still running a little bit. And there was a glass. He claims that grandpa was there thanking him for keeping the house and everything, and opened up the door, took a glass out, filled it with water, took a drink, and then put the glass down. And that's when he come flying upstairs, because he said, I never even got into the kitchen. I just stepped off the steps and he wasn't gone for very long i remember that it was just too weird so Mm. you know i don't know i think grandpa had a lot to do with certain things and and grandma she's a little nutty (laughs) she's the one that uh (laughs) liked the smell of pledge so she used it in her hair oh nice yeah can you imagine that she Ooh, always smells lemony fresh. <laughs> oh my god! What if she used it for moisturizer? <laughs> I don't want to know. Probably bacon grease. And you know, you know, so my my um, heritage is Norwegian. I know you're from you're from Denmark, right? Yeah, close. <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> And my and my grandma and her sisters were all very. I mean, one of her sisters lived in this big old duplex in Lower Northeast. And when I was a kid, we'd go over there, and she'd constantly talk about how she talked to the to the spirits upstairs. You know, she had you know she talked to them all the time. You know, and at the time I was really young. You know, I was like four, and I'm like, oh, you know. <laughs> but you know, my mom and grandma all were like, oh yeah, you know, they're there. You know, and I'm like. So it was very open in my family. And my dad was the same way on the power side of the family. So that came down on the Irish side of the family. Um, but interesting. It's very interesting what we see and, and how it runs in families. I think several of the people in our chat room are talking about, you know, where it's coming from. Um, I think it's Melissa is talking about, for me, it's on her paternal grandma's side. And, and Chloe girl is talking about, her paternal grandmother came to her in a dream one night before several of her children passed, never talked, just smiled. Um, and the last time it happened, she said, hi, darling, you are beautiful. And later at the funeral, this lady I didn't know said, hi, darling, you're beautiful. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. What a, what a, you know, that is like a message coming through through someone else. So she used her for, for grand. You know, the grandmother came through and used that living person to give the same message. It is amazing. Yeah, it is cool. Yeah. Well, you know what? I think we have to go to commercial break because it's we've already blown through 31 minutes. So, everyone, stay with us. This is the Gathering Radio Show right here on the Para-X Radio Network. As you go about your daily life, look closer. Every year across America, a staggering 4.2 million youth are homeless or trafficked. Covenant House is the national leader providing safe housing for youth 50 years strong. Every youth who walks into Covenant House gets clean clothes, hot meals, medical care, and a safe place to sleep. So look closer at Covenant House and help us fight youth homelessness. To help or get help, go to covenanthouse.org. 
Are you haunted by shadow people in the middle of the night? Do you secretly love all things creepy and spooky, enjoying ghost stories and horror fiction from the best storytellers? Do you have a true ghost experience you want to share, but no one will believe you? If yes, listen to the professionals on What Are You Afraid of? Horror Paranormal Show, Friday nights at 9pm on Para-X Radio and at www.whatareyouafraidofpodcast.com. What are you afraid of on Para-X? Our creepy and demented hosts are on call to provide you with all your spooky needs with true ghost stories, interviews, indie music, and new horror fiction. We are ready to scare you. Para X. Are you looking for a supernatural radio show that is informative and fun? A show with topics such as ghosts, Bigfoot, psychic energy, spirits, cryptids, and more, hosted by paranormal investigators with years of investigations under their belts? Then look no further than The Calling 2.0, powered by The Sim Crew. Hosted by paranormal investigator Jerry and psychic medium Valentina, along with others. Tune in Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on the Para-X Radio Network. Hey, this is the Gathering Radio Show right here on the Para X Radio Network, and thanks for tuning in um, tonight. Heidi is off, but I have Jerry and V with the with the Calling 2.0 Radio Show, which is our sibling radio show, with us tonight. And for those of you who don't know the history, the Gathering grew out of the Calling Radio Show all those years ago. And and Jerry, I think it was in. Was it 2014 or 2015? I always I get think mixed it, up on that. I think it was 2014 15, is when I gave birth. Yeah. Right, because we started right. in January, and at first you had you used to have two hour shows, and then at first yep. you wanted us to take over like the last half of the last two Wednesday of every month because it was on Wednesdays then. And so we did that for, I don't know, a year or two. And then we decided to go full-blown and do it every week. So then we are on a different night now. But that's why we call The Calling 2.0 our sibling show, because we're siblings. So for those of you who didn't know that information, there you have it. Um, So we've we've been talking about where do ghosts hang out. We've been talking about intuitiveness and how it runs in families. And now, I guess one of the one of the things that we we were talking about, because as V said, this was your subject for the calling last week, and what <laughs> was never talked about. But um, one of the places where ghosts hang out that, that we've found too is that a lot of times they're attached to things, to former possessions, and so if you go to a, you know like a place where they sell secondhand items or antiques, a lot of times you'll find that there's a spirit attached to something. V, do you agree? <laughs> um, the jury is out on this one. I, it's not that I don't agree or disagree. I mean, I've, I've seen enough videos, you know, apparently dolls is, is and teddy bears and toys are the favorites, you know, fire trucks. 
I, I do believe in it. Um, when I go to antique shops, I usually just am so caught up in the smell of it. <laughs> I don't even like it. I, don't even, I can't even be bothered with the items. And then I think sometimes it's just open. Maybe I want to buy everything. I, I love antiques and little interesting weird things. So I usually just end up looking. Um, so I don't know, but friends that collect dolls, things and they also keep them in cases so that tells me nothing was going on you do not need to keep them in case you could just put them up on the shelf so obviously if you've got a, a doll with sage bible a rosary and three locks something is going <laughs> on goodness <laughs> yeah so um i mean i would love to buy something on sit and put a camera on it 24 hours a day and be very disappointed if nothing happens. <laughs> so I have not, I, I personally have not had anything, so I'm, I'm boring. <laughs> we, um, when it comes to dolls, I, I just can't do dolls. I, I don't, me and dolls just don't see eye to eye. Um, they're just such we just had a thing happen at work. Okay, I got to tell you guys this. So <laughs> last week when I was working, it was on a um, on a Thursday. And um, I get to work, store two. And I took my break. And I wasn't, I was feeling out of sorts. There was something that was just going on that I, I couldn't tell you what it was, you know. And uh, after break, I went on out and I said to Kate, one of the girls that worked there at the liquor store, I said, so does it feel odd in here tonight? And she goes, well, maybe because of all the construction going on, we're not having a lot of people. I said, well, maybe that's it. I said, I just, just something just doesn't feel right. And uh, she goes, oh, I don't know. So then Kelly, another girl, uh, we went and back. We were getting shooters and stuff. <laughs> All of a sudden, she gets terrified look. She points and she screams, what the F is that? What the F is that? What the F is that? And I mean, she's just, you know, and I look up. There's this doll. This doll was put into store three to scare the manager. It is a haunted doll. Because it was put in my Jeep by one of the um, one of the team members of Sim, and I just don't touch them. It was always in the box, and I gave it to this one guy. He was going to prank the manager there, and I totally forgot about it. So it's sitting there, and she's freaking out. She goes, well, you do this kind of stuff all the time. Get rid of that. <laughs> and I said, I'm not touching it. What are you, nuts? I'm not going to touch that. And then after that, she wouldn't go in the back room. She took a break outside smoking five or ten cigarettes before oh she came in and everything. Because it really, it really did a number on her. So yeah. the next day, I went in and I seen my boss, Tim. And I said, you nasty little cuss. I said, why did you bring that stupid doll over there to store two? He goes, I didn't bring it over there. I said, it's over there in store two. I said, I called Brian. He said he didn't do it. And then he walks back there and he looks up and he points up and stuff. He says, it's gone. I said, I know. 
you or Brian had to put it over there because I don't know anybody else with a disgusting sense of humor over a haunted doll. I said, I would never touch it. No, it wasn't me. And I thought, okay. So I go to get on work and I'm signing in and everything and I'm helping some people. And he had left. And Marae, uh, this one lady, works, we were working together. And I turned around to turn off the radio. And there is that nasty little doll. And I almost touched I screamed. Marae screamed. The, the um, uh, customer, this one woman, she screamed too. You know, it was like, I just hate them and none of us would touch it. Finally, Marae hit it over the head <laughs> with a bottle of uh, uh, tequila to knock it into a bag and then wrapped it up and everything and stapled it shut and put it for the boss. And, uh, she wouldn't, she wouldn't even look at it and neither would I, I wouldn't look at it whatsoever. And so I went into the, um, the cooler and I was putting some stuff away. And as you can see on my arm here, I've got a nasty cut on my arm and that's because there's a new, uh, IPA that we have, and when I was putting it on there, or putting it up there, I didn't notice that it had a crazy-looking doll on the cover, and it scared me so bad that I jumped up and hit the side of the rail and cut my arm really good. Oh, my God, and, I'm like, and you're oh, a paranormal my... investigator. Yeah, and you're I... a skeptic at that, too. <laughs> I'm mad, yes. I, I am a skeptic. skeptic. I know. But right. not when Why it comes to dolls. You, Jerry, you're at work. It's a liquor store. It's no big deal. <laughs> well, when you got drunk little baby haunted dolls running around, yeah, it's a big deal, V. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm by myself. <laughs> well, if anything, it made for a great story, right? <laughs> I would probably burn the bottle she hit the doll with, too, because that's haunted, too. <laughs> right, right. Well, she kept it out. It was funny because I think, you know, I think she was thinking about that, that this bottle touched that, so she left it out until someone bought it. Yeah, give it to your least favorite customer. <laughs> there you go, because you just never know. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But, oh, my God, it's so funny. Oh, you know, I, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I was just going to say, I do, you know, I have experienced a lot of objects with, with attachments. And we just did, the Sin Crew, we just did an investigation of an antiques. And um, they have new things there, too. But they're vintage and antiques. And there were a couple of experiences that I had that the investigator that I was investigating with, because we split up in teams, um, ha- I mean, we almost spoke the same thing at the same time, you know, and it was, this one had to do with a, a headboard, Jerry. And then when you came back, I had you come and see what you thought too, because you were kind of just roving around. On yeah. I was roaming around on my own and stuff. Yeah. And I, I went up to that headboard and I remember touching it on the left side and then my hands started going up. And then when I got on the right side, then I could feel it, and right when I was going to say something, that's when you said, Stephanie, I feel something right there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and then I felt like there was a child right there, mm-hmm. and I felt, and I even said, there must be another piece here. And there was. Yeah, because uh, we all said the mirror. Thing. 
Yeah, we had said that before you got there. Yeah. Yep. If you don't mind, I Steffi, I gotta ask you, V, what do you think of mirrors? Are they bad, huh. good? They're okay? <laughs> no. <laughs> your fingers go. No. Um so most people don't notice, but when, you know, when clients come to the house, they're like, do you have TVs in your house? I'm like, yeah, they're under the covers. Every one of my TVs in the house is covered with a blanket. And they're like, why would that happen? I said, I have this weird theory that the TV is watching me. <laughs> I know really? it's happening, but I mean, we stare at this thing. How do we not know that this thing is staring back at us? I know it's a little wacky. But, again, it's a reflective surface, and I do not like, you know, my, like most people, my TV is at the foot of the bed. I watch TV in bed. And if I accidentally fall asleep, I wake up in the middle of the night knowing I didn't cover it, and I will run over and cover the television. It's good. I mean, dolls, clowns, I'm okay, but I have to cover my televisions. Now, the mirrors are a lot bigger, so I don't cover the mirrors. But I feel like any reflective surface for some reason, primarily TVs, I mean, mirrors also can be portals, as they say, they can, because they're capturing images, kind of like a camera, windows, any glassy reflective surface has that ability to capture, you know, images, photography. Um, so it could be a portal, but I just really feel like the TV watches me at night. So, so that's my thing. And I never thought about that before, but yeah, mirrors. I only have one big mirror in my whole house and it's in the bathroom and that's it. I don't have any other mirrors. Yeah. I think, I think, and we've asked this question during paranormal investigations. I think, I think it was Josie. Was it Josie or somebody asked? Do you travel through mirrors? And the answer was a clear yes. And that was at the Humber. Remember? Yes, it was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we have caught things in mirrors, which is why I always take pictures of mirrors. Yeah. Yes, you know, and, and there was that one that I caught in that same place. I took up several pictures. Boom, boom, boom. It was like a long um, uh Floor, what do you call those when it's in your whole body, body length mirror? It was in the bathroom, but it also reflected. You could see the upper floor and down the hallway and stuff. And clearly in one of the images was some kind of spirit walking behind me through, That's you know? Cool. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think there's something to it. And I just don't like them. Like I said, I have the big mirror in the bathroom and that's it. Other than, you know, maybe a few small makeup mirrors, you know, but that's it. Hi. Yeah, yeah, definitely those big, um, when I stayed at the um, Stanley Hotel in Colorado, um, I was supposed to get the most haunted room, but then when I got there, they gave it up, and I was like, you promised me, yeah. so they made, you know, it was like, how could you give, you give it away, so they made it up and gave me a really nice, super big suite in the corner facing the Rocky Mountains, but the first thing I get in the room, and you know those old-fashioned oval mirrors, you can kind yeah. of flip it. Well, I got in the room and I'm like, woo, you know, they sent up champagne because they made a mistake. And I thought, this would be great. I'm going to take a bath. I'm like, wait a minute. I don't know about that mirror in the corner. And I, I unpacked and I'm like, I need to flip the mirror around. I just cannot. There's just something. You know, I've seen way too many movies with something coming in that mirror 
or yep. you look and there's some creature behind you. So yep. I just thought, you know what? This is so stupid and nobody has to know, but I'm turning this mirror around. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't, I don't blame you. I, I don't like mirrors. And in that particular inn, there were a million mirrors everywhere. Oh, you and know? they're bouncing off each other, portal upon portal upon yes. portal. Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. I mean, they were like and big, old, ornate, gold leafed mirrors everywhere. They were so ugly. I just hate them. You know, I was just like, oh, my God, oh, get rid of these mirrors, you know, but it was part of the decor. I get it. Speaking of mirrors, Stephanie took a picture of a mirror from somewhere. I can't remember where it was. And she goes, do you see this? I see faces. And I said, no, that's matrixing. That's paradelia. Yeah. And she's like, you do that all the time. You keep <laughs> saying that stuff. You never, ever say there's anything there. I said, well, I can't. It doesn't look like that. It's just, you know, the streaks and all that other stuff, you know. I get it. And if we would have had experience, here's what I like to do when we're paranormal investigating is I like the layers. So if you have an experience and something would have happened, like maybe in a mirror you saw something. Yeah, nothing happened there. I was just taking pictures of mirrors, but I did thought I saw uh, some people in there. But yeah, I don't know. Nobody else. We just I got rid of it. You know, whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, I do have to say, uh, remember the Hopkins House stuff? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, Hopkins House. I tell you, that was an oval near too. Yep, this Mm -hmm. place was incredible. We did well three hours in this room that was. 160 degrees it felt like it was may myself and george or katie myself and george and um evp sessions we tried everything nothing so at the end when we were walking away i said well thank you very much that was a waste of time and we left now katie was downstairs and there's this mirror that she was so attracted to for some reason and she kept staring in it and Stephanie or Casey took a picture of Katie from the side looking at the mirror and stuff and the um, whatever was in the mirror when we zoom in on it it looks it looks demonic yeah it does it's mm. just weird and every, a lot of people were saying well that's just a reflection of your daughter uh, no, and besides that, if you said my daughter looked like a demon, she would beat you <laughs> within at, inches no, of your she, life. It was in a different spot, but that was where the you know, the woman that called us there, we called her the pot smoking, beer drinking witch mama because yeah. she was drinking beer and smoking pot. She asked me if I wanted to have some pot. I mean, <laughs> you know, it was just, yeah, she was crazy, you know, and, and there was a lot of crazy stuff going on there. A lot of it she created herself. Yeah, she did. Um, Whatever. It was just, it was an interesting case. It was one of our very first cases. It's interesting that the cases that we had at first, we really got rolled through the mud. (laughs) Right. So let me finish this. Um, When I said that about the, um, oh, the, um, you know, well, thank you very much and stuff. When we were going through uh, the evidence on that, on the very last part, uh, when I said that, this voice of it sounds like two women saying at the same time, leave us respect. And it was like, it went right through me when I heard that. And I thought, I got to start watching my mouth now, you know, 
but that I still have that EVP. It's one of the best EVPs that we had in a long time. Response EVPs, you know, that was crazy. Respect EVPs. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was so cool, man. (laughs) They were like feminist ghosts. No, (laughs) (laughs) probably, probably. I wouldn't doubt it. You know, (laughs) it was so far, you know, it's, it's funny. The paranormal world, a lot of people stay away from because they think that they're going to go to hell for it or something like that, you know. But it's amazing. I mean, um, I have a lot of respect that Stephanie uh, going out there in the woods looking for Bigfoot. um, And V, I have a ton of respect for you, um, for what you do to help people. Uh, it's, It's amazing. And uh, I have to say that all my team members and even some teams that I know and stuff, they're out there and they're trying to find answers. Do I think that we're going to get punished for this when we die and go to the other side? No, we're not. What's that? We're going to get praised for it, for being curious and, you know, pushing the envelope and not just settling for whatever is and, and always delving deeper. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I agree with you. Totally yep. agree. But there is some people out there that make light or make not really light of, but, you know, try to, uh, uh, you know, do um, things to say they got the best and stuff and they... You know, they're they're making fun of it by doing that. But yet they think that it's making them look number one. And that's why I have uh, a lot of problems with some of the uh, most of the YouTube videos out there, Uh, you know, because there's there's this channel. I wish I could find it. It's uh, a dehoaxing channel. And the guy spends his time looking at different um, videos to see if he can debunk it or not. And a lot of them he has. It's just amazing. Yeah. You know? Well, there's a lot of, especially in the Bigfoot world, I think there's a lot of hoaxes out there. Well, we know there is, you know. And we still, argue, we still argue back and forth about the Patterson-Gimlin film, you know, because... Fake. You know, you know, my co-hosts on He Said, She Said are firm believers in that Patterson-Gimlin film. And we go back and forth on this all the time. So, because I'm not really. But yet, I have heard some some interesting um, accounts from people who claim to be there. So, yeah. I don't know. It's hard to say. Have you ever seen that film, uh, V? Yeah, of course I have. I just didn't know it was called the Patterson um, you know, I saw the picture. I mean, I think my Bigfoot book. book I mean, the leather thing. I will just because I watch the way things move, you know, and I yep. watch people's reactions and that tone is something's real or fake or animal acting. So that's how I know you can't fake, you can't put strings or go shopping. Some things are just very natural, you know. The latest I saw, um, I forgot, they, it may have been Benson, but um, it, they took part, they deconstructed the video and said that they they could see the musculature in the calves and the legs. And for that reason, there's absolutely no way you can fake that in a fursuit. So they 
fully said that it was real. And I was like, okay, good. We can lay that to rest. I thought it was real, but the fact that you saw musculature in the calves and things like that um, makes sense. I mean, honestly, to me, you have to think about the timeline of when that was created. They did. I mean, yes, there was Star Wars and Chewbacca, but I don't think people were really running around at that time in in suits filming videos that you know as much as there's hollywood i don't think this was something people were setting out to to fake and then try to say it was real so to me i believe in the video right have you seen it in the colorized have you yep. seated it IMAX? I've, I've seen it i mean i was did i say seated it i did think i don't I, know what you said what a moron <laughs> but but v you have to understand that patterson was a Hollywood producer or a cinematographer or something. I, I could be wrong. He was doing, he did something with Hollywood and he was in the filming industry. So he had the ability to fix something like that. I'm not saying it is or not. I'm just saying there's a lot of questionable things for me on that film, you know? Um, but then again, at the same time, I have always said, if we were out there watchers and we had a, we saw Bigfoot and he was right there and we got a film of it. There's going to be a million people who say you faked it and that's not real. So could it be real? Absolutely. I guess only they know if it's real or not, you know, and whatever. It started the conversation about Bigfoot. So it has done a fabulous job of that. Well, and and even regardless of, whether that video was faked or not, it does not hide the fact that Bigfoot is real and there That's is right. enough real footage and eyewitness. So who gives if it's faked yes. or not? It's true. Um, you yeah. know, right? I mean, the the, the fact of, at the end of the day is that he's still real, you know? Yes. So this guy maybe opened up our eyes to it and, mm-hmm. and we're more on the lookout That's and now right. we actually get to see the real thing. It really doesn't matter because it's doesn't. still, it's yep. Bigfoot still real. I agree. I agree. Oh. So I'll I'll just <laughs> so I'll there just, we go. <laughs> I'll just sit here and go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh my! All right. Well, you guys, we have about one minute left, really, of talk time. So, is there any? Where can people find you? Where can people find the Calling 2.0? Actually, on YouTube, the Calling 2.0 Radio Show. Um, please watch our videos. We do audio, and then we, uh, well, we can do the video. The video's put on the next day, and we would love it if you would like, share, and subscribe. <laughs> oh, and there's the music. So thank you, too, for coming on the show thank tonight. This was, so this was fun. so fun. We'll have to redo it sometime when Heidi can join us. But, yeah, so thanks for joining our show. And have a good day. Just throw that in there. Are you a vacay? Yes, I will for sure. And everyone, thank you for listening. And thank you to Sarge, the world's greatest producer, who, wow, we couldn't do this without him. And and thank you to all of the troops who may be listening. And please be safe. Thanks, everyone. And make it a fabulous week. Good night. Good night.